As we turn to Scripture, let's pray together. Overmatch our resistant ears with your transforming word, O God. Draw us closer to you through these ancient stories that we might live with hope and with joy. Amen. Our scripture reading comes from the gospel according to Luke. Listen for what the Spirit is saying to us. Jesus also told this parable to some who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and regarded others with contempt. Two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee, standing by himself, was praying thus, God, I thank you that I am not like other people, thieves, rogues, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week. I give a tenth of all my income. But the tax collector, standing far off, would not even look up to heaven, but was beating his breast and saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his home justified rather than the other, for all who exalt themselves will be humbled, but all who humble themselves will be exalted. This is the word of the Lord. In the rental where I'm living right now, they recently came and ran a new water line to the house, so there's this long trench of overturned, exposed dirt. And my dog, Mo, finds this absolutely irresistible. Every time I take him for a walk, he makes a beeline for the dirt. He wants to smell it, dig it up, mark it, roll around in it. He's fascinated by it. And as annoying as I find this, he's actually kind of onto something. Dirt is pretty amazing, maybe even miraculous. Did you know that in a typical handful of soil, there may be 10 billion organisms? 10 billion. A handful of soil has more structure and information, more complexity than some galaxies. It may not feel that way when you're trying to sweep it out of the kitchen, but dirt is not just a nuisance. It is the very nexus of life. It makes life possible. Now, you may be wondering what dirt has to do with worship this morning. I think this parable, the parable of the Pharisee and the tax collector, has something to do with dirt. We all know it's about humility. Jesus tells us that. All who exalt themselves will be humbled, and all who humble themselves will be exalted. So this is a parable about humility. But the word humility in Hebrew and in Greek and even in English has something to do with dirt. The root of the word humility is humus, the dark organic material in soil. To be humble means to be close to the dirt. Now the truth is, we are all made of dirt. I'm sure you're glad to hear that. But we see this in the second chapter of Genesis where we read about the creation of the first human being, Adam, out of the earth, Adama. You hear how close those two words are to each other, Adam and Adama, human being and earth. After shaping the body like a potter works a piece of clay, God breathes life into the dirt, and the first human being is born. 
We recall our humble origins every year on Ash Wednesday when we come forward and have ashes smeared on our forehead in the shape of the cross and we hear these words. You remember what's said? Remember, you are dust, and to dust you shall return. Dust is just another word for dirt. We're reminded again when we stand by the graveside of a loved one and we hear these words, earth to earth, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. From dirt we come, and to dirt we return. This is my best sermon ever, isn't it? This is, uh, this is what you've wanted to hear all along. It's not just our faith tradition that tells us we're dirt. Science tells us that too. Stars and planets are formed from interstellar dust. And heavy elements like carbon and iron, these are the very building blocks of life. They're the dusty expulsions of dying stars. Some of you were alive long enough ago to remember Joni Mitchell singing that we are stardust. Well, it's not just Joni Mitchell. Science agrees. Every part of us comes from the dirt, the ground, the earth, or from the dust that was blown out from stars billions of years ago. We are dust. We are dirt. So maybe being humble means remembering that, sticking to the humus, the dust, the dirt. And if you play around in the dirt for very long, as my dog does every day now, if you dig around in it, you find all these roots, right? Everything is connected. You discover that everything is tangled together. You start to realize everything is connected to each other. The dirt and the seeds and the leaves and the rain and the sun and the animals and the people and even Pharisees and tax collectors, all are connected, all are dependent on each other. All right, look back at the parable. Notice it says that the Pharisee stands off by himself. He's cut off from other people. He thinks he can keep himself clean by not associating with dirt like the tax collector. But if you cut yourself off from dirt, from earth, from humility, you cut yourself off from everything, from the seeds and the leaves and the rain and the sun, from your neighbors and finally from God. Now notice the tax collector, he won't even look up. He keeps his eyes down on the dust, the earth. He may not know much, but he knows what it means to be dirt. He knows he needs to be connected to other dusty souls, to the earth itself, to the God who makes whole and makes new. So I think this parable is a good reminder that as much as we like to think of ourselves as strong and capable and independent people, we are also mortal and small and inconsequential, dust in the wind. The tax collector has some sense of that, and the Pharisee does not. And so the tax collector walks away justified, and the Pharisee walks away alone. Now, I know you didn't come to church today hoping to hear that you are dirt. But look, that's not the whole truth. We aren't simply dirt. We are dirt that has been brought into wild conscious existence for just a few moments by the divine breath. We are incredibly graced. We may be dust, but we are holy dust, mortal and small and inconsequential, yes, but also incredibly graced and incredibly beautiful, dust and glory all mixed together. 
There's an old Hasidic teaching that you should carry around in your pocket two slips of paper. And on the first one, you should write, I am dust. And then on the second one, you should write, for me, the world was created. And some days we need that first slip of paper. Some days we need the second. It is true that we are dust and dirt. And when delusions of autonomy threaten to overtake us, we need to be reminded of that. But it is also true that we are deeply blessed, deeply loved, deeply graced. Mary Oliver says it like this, Whoever you are, no matter how lonely, the world offers itself to your imagination, calls to you like the wild geese, harsh and exciting, over and over announcing your place in the family of things. The world gives itself to us over and over and over again. So we live our lives between these two truths. I am dust, and for me, the world was created. Each slip of paper tells the truth, but only part of the truth. Maybe the Pharisee had spent too long hearing the words, for you the world was created, and so he believed he could control his own destiny, that he could forge his way through life without regard for his neighbors, without being grounded in life itself, without being grounded in God. Someone needed to slip him that other piece of paper to remind him that he is dust interconnected with the whole web of existence. But maybe the tax collector needs to hear something too. He knows all about his dusty origins. He knows he's dirt. But maybe he needs to be reminded of his holy origins, that he is invited to play his part in the grand symphony of creation, that the world belongs to him as much as he belongs to it, that he is created for goodness. I wonder where you find yourself in this story. When you reach into your pocket, which slip of paper comes most easily to hand? Sometimes we're like the Pharisee, coming from a work of bending, coming from a week of of bending the world to our will, feeling that the world was created for us. On those days, we need to be reminded that we are dust, connected with and depended upon and responsible for all the other creatures of creation. But sometimes we are like the tax collector, painfully aware of our dustiness. And maybe then we need to be reminded of our glory, of the divine breath within us, that the whole world waits to embrace us with grace. In my imagination, here's what comes next in this parable after both the Pharisee and the tax collector have dug around in their pockets and found the slip of paper they were missing. The Pharisee steps down from his pedestal and perhaps for the first time really sees the tax collector stretched out there on the floor. The tax collector lifts up his head and realizes for the first time that the sun is shining outside and he, he can hear the birds singing just beyond the temple walls. He gets up and they walk out together, each keenly, graciously aware of the glory and fragility of existence, each ready to live with humility 
and joy. May we all follow in their footsteps. Thanks be to God. Amen.